A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Welcome back to the John Katsimatidis Cats at Night show. Now on the line for us is we have Ty McCoy. He's the former U.S. Assistant Secretary of the Air Force. He's a graduate of West Point. And at Cox, you know him as well. You bet. You Uh, bet. Ty McCoy, you've got the latest for us when it comes to Ukraine. I mean, it's hard to believe that it's still ongoing. I know Russia thought it'd be a one, two, three punch, but they're still holding on. And and I also talked to Ty yesterday, and, you know, we put out a tweet about America's under attack in so many ways. And Ty wants to talk about that, too. Thank you very much, John, and everyone. It's great to be with you as always, and the show is great and helps bring a lot into focus that is otherwise not very well messaged out to everyone. I've been following the Ukraine situation very closely, and uh, clearly the uh, Russian military uh, has bogged down. Uh, They thought there was going to be like a coup de main where they could swoop in uh, to the airport nearby and and, uh, decapitate the leadership of Ukraine and then use social media to scare the population into a quick submission, and their troops in the long line would parade in from Belarus and and Russia to uh, the capital, and it would all be over with in a matter of a week or 10 days. So they very badly uh, underestimated the willingness of the Ukrainians to fight, as did our intelligence. We both, both intelligence, uh, Russian and U.S., very badly underestimated things. And when a country is willing to fight, then it shows that other countries uh, will come to their aid. Not always, but in this case, they they did. And so we have been helping a lot. Uh, the Russians, nonetheless, have a great preponderance of resources, even though they're very disorganized. And they continue to throw their men and old tanks into the uh, slaughterhouse. And it is beginning to have a effect. They are grinding the Ukrainians back. The Ukrainians are taking very heavy casualties. And we're going to have to get more aid in there to them and give them some help on several other aspects of the fight as well. So, Ty, it's Ed Cox. Uh, you know, I, I was uh, trained in field artillery. That's uh, at ROTC. You were field Army field artillery officer in command and in combat. The Russians actually, in shifting to the eastern front there, they are relying on their artillery. Tell us about that and uh, the day, what the artillery can do in this kind of a combat? Well, artillery is uh, nicknamed, as you know, uh, uh, Mayor Koch, the king of battle. The king of battle, that's it. The king of battle, uh, and it's uh, a a very uh, uh, interesting uh, type of branch. Uh, A lot of people forget about the artillery when they're talking about so many of the other modern things like cyber and space and electronic warfare and undersea and so forth. But artillery... Uh, when it's massed and they're wheel-to-wheel and they're able to fire very quickly and they're able to be supplied fairly quickly, uh, they can just completely shut down various kinds of attacks. They can shut down a city, as we've seen. They can shut down ports. They can uh, block all of the logistics that you need to move food and troops. Uh, If they have the, uh, the targeting, if they have overhead like satellites, or drones that give them some targeting information, then they can lay down masses of fire. And unless the other side has either counter-battery radar, so they can pinpoint where the Russian fires are coming from, and also have 
their own artillery and have the support and the ammunition, then it becomes a very, very one-sided battle. And that is the way it's shaping up right now. And we need to uh, help them uh, think through what can be done under these circumstances because moving large uh, artillery pieces and howitzers and training uh, Ukrainian troops on them and supplying them is uh, going to take a little while. And so it's uh, we need to urgently continue supply, but at the same time uh, recognize the Russians uh, are uh, have fallen back on on a strength that they have, and uh, that needs to be uh, that strength needs to be undermined and addressed in some way. Um, what say you about overall operations in the world? Is America under attack, like we talked yesterday? Our legal system, our borders, our, our you know drugs. I believe that we are, John. I think that uh, the. Uh, the, the axis of, of evil, as, as they were called a while back, has expanded. So, you know, now we have Russia and China very much uh, arm-in-arm with North Korea uh, supplying Iran, Iran supplying Venezuela, Venezuela and Cuba supplying Nicaragua and agreeing to have troops there. There was a meeting uh, on just the other day televised. Uh, uh, the uh, crooked and corrupt uh, president of Venezuela is in Iran meeting with the Ayatollah. Uh, signing a 20-year deal to uh, support each other. So they're moving gold and oil and guns and terrorists, and uh, they're... And, and President Biden signed a, uh, a deal with them to ship uh, crude oil at $120 a barrel uh, from Iran and Venezuela to the European community. I mean, this is crazy. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, we, we've let ourselves, by virtue of uh, the... Uh, confused and very dangerous policies uh, combined together, both the foreign policy and the desertion of, of, of Afghanistan in such a fashion, together with domestic uh, policies to um, undercut oil production in the United States, where we're independent, has now given us a great vulnerability, which our enemies are exploiting. So uh, the, the constant uh, uh, multiplying effects of, of bad policy uh, by uh, this administration, or are leaving the country uh, into a, a real uh, a real mess. And of course, we've been in a long term battle with uh, using uh, cyber warfare and spying and and technology transfer and sending in uh, fentanyl and drugs and illegal immigrants. Uh, we're under attack in many ways, whether it's the servers at IBM and Lockheed Martin, whether it's the southern border, whether it's the Confucius Institutes that have been paid for and, and hand out as, as real easy money to our academics and our institutions. Uh, in many ways, we're facing a threat, a multi-vector, multi-vector, not one or two or three or six, but 15 or 20 or 25, that if you were really sitting in Beijing or Moscow or Iran and Tehran and wargaming, what all of the different attributes of American strength need to be undermined, then they're, they're, they're busy undermining pretty much every one of them. Ty McCoy, thank you for calling in and bringing us all up to date, and we'll talk to you again real soon. You bet. Thank you thank very you. much, gentlemen. Lydia? We're, we have to go to break, right? We're going to break. And then when we come back, we're going to speak to Joe Jackalone and talk about this mass exodus of NYPD officers. What's going on? Why is it happening? Keep it right here. Cats at night.